1: We're very, very grateful to have a special guest with us tonight. Someone who has definitely made it better for a whole lot of people. And uh, this has just come out of her own experience and uh, out of a great desire in her heart to, not, to uh, share the. Things that have improved her life with uh, so many people who uh, who have not had that uh, opportunity. So um, we are very blessed to have Susan Burton uh, on our show tonight. Susan, uh, welcome to Block Talk Radio. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right. Uh, please allow me to begin. Uh, this interview by stating that you are one of marty and my heroes uh in the truest sense of the word uh, a true champion in making right what has gone terribly wrong um but maybe more importantly in the eyes of people like me who are so quick to judge what we do not understand and and to be perfectly honest pe- people like me who are afraid of facing into such devastating poverty and, and wasted opportunities as, as women who are, who are incarcerated. Um, but first, I, I, I want to provide a brief introduction on, on who you are for our listeners. Uh, besides CNN recognizing you as one of their top 10 heroes of the year, why Marty and I call you our hero. Um, following, I, I hope you're going to uh, help our audience of millennials who are between 18 and 29 and the far reaching other side of us, people like me, boomers who are 45 and up. I I hope you open our eyes uh, to the women who are incarcerated for very common reasons, um, who upon serving their term, uh, attempt to recover from a lifetime in prison. Um, I I would like to start right there, Susan. And uh, yeah, uh, ask you ask you who what are similarities who are the people who you are helping, and what are the similarities between you and 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 them, and why do they find themselves in the situation they're in
0: so, Marty, I want to go back a little bit to my own life, being born in poverty and enduring you know so many forms of abuse and violence and just holding hmm. that uh, up until the point that my five-year-old son was was killed and, and my world just kind of collapsed. I could no longer uh, endure the hurt, the pain, and the disappointment, and I began to drink heavily. And that escalated to illegal drug use, which I was incarcerated for. And I was incarcerated over and over and over again, and through my incarceration i met many many women similar uh to my to, to, to that had similar lives as mine and uh it felt like the the world was incarcerating our abuse and never a- mm. a- actually addressing it so i met all these women and finally after six prison terms Someone helped me with my addiction. I was able to address my grief. I became uh, involved in Alcoholics Anonymous, and I recovered. And I thought about all the women like me who was traveling in and out of prison, what it would mean for them to have a safe place to go to. So I uh, created the organization A New Way of Life Mm Reentry Project which is dedicated to helping women um, uh, transition from prison and jails and support them to become productive members of society. And that includes um, treating old trauma and uh, supporting Mm. them for it to be treated, uh, giving them a safe environment and a place that they can be welcomed back into the community. So you mm-hmm. know, Marty, I recently just published a book called "Becoming Miss Jer- Miss Burton," and becoming Miss Burton is the journey from my early childhood up until right about today. Um, you know, the women that that I work with, uh, the women just like me, hold this so much, uh, so many gifts and potential for you know, the world to be a better place. They just need support uh, to realize hmm. that for themselves and to give it into
1: the world. Wow. Well, uh, Susan, I want to go back to where you start. You started with that a traumatic experience, a, the, a nightmare, a, a, a mother's worst nightmare, um, losing your, your five-year-old. Uh K, do you feel like telling us a, a little bit about that particular experience and and the ramifications that that resulted for you? Yeah.
0: So um, it was April eighth of nineteen eighty one, and I picked my child up from kindergarten, and we walked home. I was in the house preparing dinner, and all of a sudden the tires screeched, and my son had ran out into the street and he was hit by a car. It just so Mm. happened that Mm. the person driving the car was a police officer. And Mm. uh, we went to the hospital and my son was pronounced dead there at the hospital. Mm. Uh, And and my world just just spun, you know, and, and included in that was, you know, the fact that, the the police officer never exited his car and the police, the police department never offered an apology. So all that Um, anger and rage was, mm. you know, locked up inside of me, you know, the, this is the police department. And I, I felt though that, that, that there should have been something, but there was nothing. So I drank all that disappointment and medicated with illegal drugs and, uh, that sent me to prison. My son's name was Marque, and we called him KK for mm-hmm. short. And he was a lively, mm-hmm. rambunctious little little boy. I remember the day he died. He brought me in a, a flower, a chrysanthemum, and it says, "Mommy, this is for you." And, uh, mm-hmm. and the the flower was crawling with ants, you know. <laughs> um and uh that's you know, ants everywhere, you know, the pedals were just full of ants. Um
1: and that's one of my last memories of him alive. Oh. Wow. Wow. Uh, what a what a tragic experience and then you you mentioned the 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 abuse that you went through and 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 it appears that that is a common thing. Or, uh would you say that's a common experience for for most of the women who are in prison?
0: Yeah, over 80%. So it's been documented documented that uh by Barbara Bloom, a um a well-known um psychologist um that uh, over over 60% of women inside of a prison uh, self-disclose that they've been abused, but as hmm. we uh, sit in circle at a new way of life, over ninety percent of women disclose that they, at hmm. some stage of their life, they've been uh, molested, beaten, or abused hmm. by in some way, uh, and it's never well. been addressed. You know, hmm. it, they've never had therapy to look at it, and. Uh, Different um, Advantages Mm -hmm. that some people Have but a lot of
1: people don't have Yeah Yeah Wow Um, So your early part of your uh, The first part Of your life 20 years Of your life I I guess uh, Was spent In and out of prison And that's kind of hard for Some of us to understand Uh, I guess You know, people like me. Honestly, we think that that there are uh, programs for people, you know, uh, to get out of prison and so that they don't go back. Um, And and so when they end up going back, they must be just lazy people. You know, uh, what is what are you you telling us that there really isn't anything uh, uh, provided, any any kind of help? For, for people when when they're through their prison term to get back into life? Uh,
0: so, during prison, my incarcer- during my incarceration, what happened while in prison was I was assigned to a job that I was paid eight cents an hour, and that would be, you know, cleaning some part of the prison or... Um, there was a time when I was uh, actually uh, uh, assigned to yard crew. Uh, there was a time when I was uh, uh, assigned to be a porter, uh, a chaplain, and, uh, or a chaplain's helper, and I was paid eight cents an hour. Um, and then when you're released, you're given $200, and you get off of, off a of, off of bus downtown Skid Row, and try to make a life from there. I remember the last time Mm -hmm. I was released, the guard said to me, you know, we got a bed waiting for you. You'll be back. And I said, no, I'm going to get a job, and I'm going to get my life together. And, you know, that was my hope and my dream. But in reality, I was totally unprepared, Um, you know, without basic government ID. Mm -hmm you know you're not going to get uh 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 you're not quite, you're not prepared to to even apply for a mm. job you know without a place to live so the reality is is that people cycle in and out of prisons because you know there's no preparation or support for them upon release and that's why mm. that's why I started mm-hmm. a new way of life reentry project
1: what changed it for you, Susan? What what made that sixth time the last time? So
0: the last time I was released, you know, I fell back into the same pattern. But someone told me where I might get some help. And I went there, and it was in Santa Monica, California. And it was astonishing to me the wide buffet of of services and resources they had in in this community. And it was just a few miles down the 10 freeway from from where I lived and from where I struggled and from from where I fell over and over again. And I was able to uh, take those resources and begin the process of healing and rebuilding my life. And, you know, it, 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 again, you know, sometimes resources, um, are there for some people and, and in other communities, there's no resources. The communities are barren Mm -hmm. for the type of Hmm. resources that allow people to become, uh, healthier, more functional and, um, able to, you know, address different experiences and conditions.
1: Well, wow. So is there any, what kind of reform occurs within prison? Is there any kind of, of reform there that happens while you're in prison?
0: So for the time I was in prison, you know, I was basically warehouse and worked Um there weren't any reforms, you know, we've been actually fighting um, the battle to uh, make changes uh, for people inside of prisons and improve conditions on the outside. Uh, but we have mm. a ways to go. And now um, yeah. the um, uh, attorney Jeff, Jeff Sessions is saying that he's going to get tough on um Substance abusing people, and I, you know, I know that this is a social problem, not a criminal problem, and that people need help that could, you know, that they can uh, address the substance abuse issue and resolve it and um, become their best selves. That doesn't happen yeah. in the criminal justice system.
1: Yeah. So you've got uh, $200 in your pocket. You are free at last. The guard says, we'll see you soon back here. And you're on a bus headed to uh, Los Angeles. What goes through your mind at that point? So,
0: you know, I'm hoping that, you know, I can make a life. I'm thinking about the daughter that I left behind. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm full of anxieties and fears. And I'm getting off the bus at Skid Row. And, you know, it's just tremendous odds are stacked against you. And you try not to think that way. Because you want something different, but the reality is, is that, you know, it would be very, 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 it would be a, you know, an act of providence for you to actually make it from there
1: without help. Well, wow. Well, you were able, Susan, to single-handedly make a change. And... And uh, you did that by by uh, buying a house, express with the express purpose of, of being able to change that. When when people get off that bus, uh, you you were there to meet them, and many of them, I guess, you knew when you were there in prison, yes. and you were able yes. to bring them home, um, uh, help. Help us understand how how you did that and 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 why was it instantly so successful
0: so um you know, I want to emphasize the fact that you know I had help to allow me to begin to function better. I came back to the hmm. community after being in Santa Monica for about a hundred days, so I was there in that community and was able to really get a strong uh, sense of what needed to be done from what was being done with me. So I worked a job, saved my money, and, and got a small house. And then I began to go down back to that bus station where I'd gotten off the bus so many times before and greet the women who I had did time with in the prison system and offer them a place to come. Uh, And some came and some didn't, but, you know, when uh, people are supported to do better, then they do do better. And so that's why it became an instant um, success, Mm -hmm. I guess you would say, you know, I met the promise of those women with the opportunity that allowed them to come back to a new way of life and begin the reconstruction of their lives.
1: What, what, Can you say what brought you to do this, to, to want to share what you found with others? I mean, uh, why, not, why not just save yourself? What what happened inside you?
0: I mean, I wanted to be a helper in the world. I wanted to um, share what I've been given. So there's this passage in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's called the uh, Ninth Step Promises. And in those promises, it said that, I would see how my experience can benefit others. The feeling of uselessness will disappear. And, um, you know, I had had this experience on the inside, and I had the the formula of help on the outside. And, you know, I figured if I could extend that to other women, they wouldn't go through the pain and suffering of reincarceration as I had. Um, Mm. It says, um, uh, I would not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. So my life is an open book. And Mm. in that book, I can really, really demonstrate what can happen for people if they're giving support and opportunity. You know, over a 1,000 women have been through a new way of life. And I have been able to witness the miraculous reconstruction of uh, women's lives. I've watched the the kids and the family come back together. You know, I, I, it, it's just a beautiful sight. You know, and one of the other things, John, that, you know, came sort of to me is that um, – I couldn't take back all the years of languishing and being punished um, for uh, what I had done. But I could help a woman, another woman, not give back, give so many years to um, that, you know, um, prison system. And I couldn't bring my son back, but I could help another Mm. woman. To get their child back, and that would help me also to feel my void of the love in me to pour out into them. Uh, so it kind of makes for a nice, nice scenario, you know. Wow. Uh,
1: a a <laughs> nice,
0: you know, way way to spend your love and to spend your time.
1: Mm. Wow, that is inspiring. It's wonderful. Um, you know, my wife is extremely sympathetic to the the racial disparity between black women and and women who are white. Um, do you find that discrepancy among women who who are sentenced to a term in prison, uh, incarcerated, and and upon their release, um, give my give my whitewash audience including me an opportunity to understand why why there's a difference
0: so you know um our country it was built on racism and it it still exists today it's uh, not as blatant it's a little bit more subtle but still um you know we can have uh two women same um background, same level of education, and uh, the white woman will get the opportunity. Uh, The black woman won't. We can have two women in court systems, and the white woman will be diverted to treatment. The black woman will be sentenced very harshly. Um, hmm. You know, I've watched this over and over again. Occasionally, a black woman will get a break uh, by some luck, but, you know, majority of time, the white woman is sentenced to uh, to uh, much less than the black woman. A white woman might get 90 days and the black woman might get, Three years. Uh, I've watched it Mm. over and over again. Uh, Or the white woman will be sentenced to a drug treatment program and given an opportunity to be diverted from prison. Um, Mm. So um, you know, racism is very uh, plays a huge role in our criminal justice system of who gets placed there and who does not
1: it plays a big role
0: in who gets the job and who does not
1: yeah yeah well susan that that's what's remarkable about what you're doing Uh, you are making a change in in that reality and you're unlocking you're unlocking doors that have kept women locked out uh after they're in prison and uh and breaking that cycle for so many. How how can we help you do that? Since you're so, you are in the position to do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we um I've just published a book, Becoming Miss Burton. Uh, I would love for your readers to actually get a in depth understanding of what we went over for the last thirty minutes. So uh, I would say please purchase a copy of the book. Uh and also uh people can support a new way of life uh at a new Um you can you can uh give give money to help support the efforts of sustaining the, the work that I'm doing there. And so again, that's a new way a new way of life
1: yeah oh, well that's fantastic um susan tell us um uh what what's been what's what's been the most rewarding thing about this whole ex- experience I think you've already told us, but tell us yeah. again <laughs>
0: so i mean it's very it's very rewarding to be supported and recognized and be able to influence change um and uh open people's eyes and minds to you know how they can be how they can help make a better better America um by providing opportunities and support but you know um when i see a, a woman and you know she begins to develop in ways that she never ever knew uh that she possessed. That's very rewarding. When I when I see a, a mom holding her baby and you know, it's very rewarding. I know that we were a part of making that bond come back together. It's it's very rewarding. Um so I stay encouraged uh to continue the work and uh really appreciate like time like now where I can talk about it, Mm -hmm. and it can go out into the world.
1: So, Susan, are you looking ahead to possibly uh, these same kinds of programs happening in other cities uh, around the country?
0: Yeah, so I'm actually in, in New York right now, and I'm speaking with a young woman who wants to replicate our model here in New York. I think that um, to have safe places for people to come back to that they're able to um, rebuild their lives uh, is really important. If we're going to stop the growing of prisons and repair damage from the war on drugs, um, we must begin to prepare our communities to receive people back to help them become their best selves. So I'm doing it in New York as we speak, John.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we'll we will be praying for you. We will be praying for those opportunities. Um, I just think it's remarkable uh, what and you you are our hero. I I love something that uh, you have said in your book, and I've heard you when you speak, uh, making a way out of no way. Um, yes. What what can yeah. you say? What can you say in in just finally? Because I think we all, wherever we are in our situation in life, we we have got some impossible things for us that seem impossible, and uh, right there doesn't seem to be a way. Uh, how how did you find that way? And how can you encourage the rest of us to get over the barriers that, that we face every day? I
0: think that it's important that as we have a vision for our lives, that we we don't let go of that vision and we stay focused on it. And, um, you know, prayer, that's another thing that people can do. Please pray. Uh, but hmm. prayer and uh, uh, commitment, focus on the dream and just plugging away a, out of, pl- plugging away and, you know, things happen outside of ourselves to make to make our lives the the reality mm-hmm. we want to see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Susan, thank you so yes. much. I can't thank you enough. This is this has been an honor to have you on our show. Thank you very much. My pleasure, John. Talk to you later. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Now. Well, there you, there you have it, folks. Uh, an incredible, uh, woman, an incredible experience. Um, what a, what a change she's, she has made a thousand people's lives have been completely altered. Something happened to her that she realized she could turn around and extend it to other people. And, uh, uh, And it's been so incredibly successful. Um, We are we are really honored uh, to have her as our guest. Uh, Please get her book, Becoming Ms. Ms. Burton, Becoming Ms. Burton, Ms. Burton. Um, And you can get that anywhere, but uh, everybody seems to do Amazon.com for just about anything these days. So you for sure can get that there and then check out her website again it's com. and uh find out more about what's going on and uh maybe the lord will lead you to help in some way um financially or who knows what um uh, and then 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 let's be that's the thing i i think we will will all be encouraged by this book be inspired to overcome those things in our own life that that we feel like we're stuck, and uh, I know I got plenty of those, and uh, uh, that's where Susan is inspiring to me. So um, I hope this has been helpful to you, and I hope you'll spread the word. Um, this is a this was really an honor, and uh, tell other people to listen, especially to this this episode. Um, I think it's great to be Exposed to Susan and what she's doing So there you go God bless you all Um, We will see you Next week We'll uh, learn some more From somebody else Okay Fantastic God bless you Have a great week